Handling objections and closing the sale and upselling and cross-selling. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome to another episode of Dive from Sea Store Center. Today, we're diving into an essential aspect of our craft, handling objections and sealing the deal regarding upselling and cross-selling. This skill is the key to turning hesitant customers into enthusiastic buyers. Understanding Common Objections First, let's familiarize ourselves with some common objections we might encounter when proposing upsell or cross-sell opportunities. 1. Price Concerns Customers may object due to cost or budget constraints concerns. Understanding Price Concerns Picture this scenario. A customer walks into your store, picks up a snack, and you notice they are eyeing a premium beverage. You kindly suggested adding it to their purchase, and they responded, I'm not sure, it might be a bit pricey. Before you respond, it's crucial to empathize with the customer. Price concerns are a valid worry for many people. They want to make wise spending decisions, and as a sales associate, your role is to help them do just that. Once, I had a customer who hesitated to buy a premium coffee because of the price. I took a moment to understand her concern and explained that while it was a bit more expensive than our regular brew, it was made from high-quality beans and perfectly crafted. I highlighted the rich flavor and how it could elevate her morning routine. The key here was to defend the price and convey the value. She decided to try it, and the next time she came in, she told me how much she appreciated the recommendation. She had become a regular customer of that premium coffee. Addressing price concerns. When handling price concerns, remember to emphasize value, explain how the suggested product enhances their primary purchase or provides additional benefits. Offer alternatives, suggest cost-effective options if available, but always tie them back to the value they offer. Highlight savings, mention any ongoing promotions or discounts that make the additional purchase more budget-friendly. Flexibility, be open to negotiating and offer options that suit the customer's budget. Understanding and addressing price concerns effectively can turn hesitant customers into satisfied ones as they see the value in your offering. In our next segment, we'll explore handling objections related to need awareness and how to guide customers toward realizing the benefits of your suggested products. 1. Need awareness. Some customers might not realize they need the additional item. Understanding need awareness. Imagine this, a customer comes to your store to buy a sandwich for lunch. You notice they haven't picked up any chips or a drink to accompany it. Politely, you suggest adding a bag of chips and a refreshing beverage to complete their meal, and they respond, I don't think I need those. Now, it's essential to remember that some customers might not realize they need the additional item, and this is a common objection we encounter. I once had a customer who only wanted to buy a sandwich. She initially declined when I suggested adding chips and a drink, saying she didn't think she needed them. Instead of insisting, I asked her about her lunch plans. She mentioned she was heading to a park to have a picnic. That's when I pointed out that having chips and a cold drink could make her picnic more enjoyable. She paused momentarily, smiled, and added them to her purchase. Addressing need awareness. When handling need awareness objections, consider the following. Ask questions, engage the customer in a friendly conversation to better understand their plans or preferences. Educate, explain how the suggested item can enhance their experience or fulfill a particular need they might not have considered. Personalization, tailor your suggestions based on the customer's unique situation or preferences. Suggest combinations, offer pairings that make sense and add value to their primary purchase. Samples or demos, if possible, offer samples or demonstrations to show the benefits of the additional item. 
Helping customers understand their needs can lead to a more satisfying shopping experience and increase the chances of cross-selling successfully. In our next segment, we'll explore handling objections related to time constraints. When time constraints, others may raise objections related to time or convenience. Understanding time constraints. Picture this scenario. You've recommended an additional item that perfectly complements a customer's purchase. However, they respond, I'm in a hurry. I don't have time for that. Time constraints are a frequent objection in sales, and understanding how to address them is crucial. Once, a customer bought a cup of coffee on a busy morning. I suggested adding a freshly baked pastry, but she hesitated, citing a lack of time. Instead of insisting or trying to change her mind, I offered to package the pastry to go, emphasizing how it could be a delicious treat for later. She appreciated the flexibility and decided to take the pastry with her. Addressing time constraints. To effectively handle objections related to time constraints, consider the following strategies. Offer quick solutions, propose items or options that won't prolong the transaction significantly. For example, I can have that ready for you in no time. Highlight convenience, emphasize how the additional item can save the customer time in the long run or make their day more convenient. Express empathy, show understanding and empathy for their time-sensitive situation. Statements like, I understand you're in a hurry can help build rapport. Package to go, suggest packaging the item for takeaway so they can enjoy it. Provide assurance, reassure the customer that you'll make the process as quick and seamless as possible. Understanding and respecting a customer's time constraints while gently demonstrating how the suggested item can enhance their convenience is a valuable skill in the sales world. In our next segment, we'll explore objections to doubter skepticism. 1. Doubter skepticism. Customers may be uncertain about the value or quality of the suggested product. Let's move on to another common objection, doubter skepticism. Understanding doubter skepticism. Imagine this scenario, you've recommended a premium product to a customer, and they respond with, are you sure it's worth the extra cost? Doubt or skepticism about the value or quality of a suggested product is a valid objection that often arises in sales. It's essential to address these concerns with confidence and transparency. Once, a customer was looking at a higher priced brand of coffee. They seemed uncertain and asked, is this better than the regular one? Instead of trying to persuade them immediately, I acknowledged their doubt and offered a sample tasting. As they tried it, I explained the premium coffee's unique qualities and flavor profile. They were pleasantly surprised and decided to give it a try. Addressing doubt or skepticism. To effectively handle objections related to doubt or skepticism, consider these strategies. Product knowledge. Be well informed about the product's features, benefits, and how it compares to others. Share this information confidently. Transparency. Be honest about the product's qualities and limitations. If it has received positive reviews or awards, mention them. Offer assurance. Reassure the customer of the product's quality by emphasizing guarantees or return policies. Provide proof. If possible, offer samples, demonstrations, or reviews from other satisfied customers. Comparison. Highlight the suggested product's advantages compared to alternatives such as enhanced taste or durability. Personal experience. Share your experiences or stories about satisfied customers who chose the suggested product. Doubt or skepticism can often be addressed by providing information and allowing the customer to experience the product's value firsthand. In our next segment, we'll discuss effective techniques for closing the sale after handling objections. Stay tuned. Handling objections. Now, let's explore some strategies for effectively addressing these objections. 
One, price concerns. When customers worry about the price, emphasize the value they'll receive. Explain how the additional product enhances their primary purchase. Let's explore strategies for addressing objections related to price concerns. Strategies for addressing price concerns. When a customer expresses worry about the price, it's crucial to address their concerns while emphasizing the value they'll receive. Here are some effective strategies. 1. Emphasize value. Explain how the additional product enhances their primary purchase. Highlight the benefits and advantages they'll gain. Share cost-saving aspects if applicable. For example, if the complementary item extends the life of the primary product, mention the long-term savings. 2. Bundle deals. Offer bundle deals or discounts when customers purchase the primary and suggested items. Show them how much they'll save by choosing the combination. 3. Explain benefits. Clearly articulate the benefits of the suggested product. How will it make their life easier, more enjoyable, or more convenient? 4. Product quality. Emphasize the quality and durability of the suggested item. Customers often invest more if they believe it will last longer. 5. Use comparative pricing. Compare the total cost with and without the suggested product. Sometimes, the price difference isn't significant when considering the added value. 6. Return policy. Mention the store's return policy. This can alleviate concerns as customers know they can change their minds if unsatisfied. 7. Customer testimonials. Share testimonials or stories from other customers who were delighted with the combination of products. Once, a customer hesitated about buying a premium phone case, citing the price as their primary concern. I explained that while the case was pricier than others, it provided superior protection and durability. I also mentioned that we had a special bundle offer with a screen protector, highlighting the cost-effectiveness of the combination. The customer appreciated the value and decided to go for it. Remember, addressing price concerns isn't just about lowering the price. It's about showcasing the value of the additional product about the primary purchase. In our next segment, we'll delve into techniques for need awareness. 1. Need awareness for customers who don't recognize their need. Provide information on the benefits and how the extra item complements their purchase. Let's explore strategies for addressing objections related to need awareness. Strategies for addressing need awareness. When customers don't recognize their need for the suggested product, you provide information on the benefits and how the additional item complements their purchase. Here are some effective strategies. 1. Informative approach. Begin by explaining the benefits and practicality of the suggested product. How does it solve a common problem or enhance the primary purchase? Share real-life scenarios or examples of how other customers have benefited from the combination. 2. Product demonstration. Please demonstrate how the suggested item works with the primary purchase. Seeing is believing and a demonstration can make a strong case. 3. Problem solution alignment. Identify the customer's issues or concerns with just the primary item. Then, show how the suggested product addresses those concerns. 4. Ask open-ended questions. Engage the customer in a conversation. Ask open-ended questions to understand their needs better. This can lead to a eureka moment where they realize the value of the extra item. 5. Offer a trial period. If appropriate, propose a trial period for the suggested product. This reduces the perceived risk and allows them to experience its benefits firsthand. 6. Limited time offer. Create a sense of urgency by mentioning that the offer is available for a limited time. This can nudge them towards making a decision. I had a customer who was buying a coffee maker and seemed content. However, I noticed they didn't have a quality travel mug. 
I explained that a good travel mug could keep their coffee hot for longer and they wouldn't have to rush through their morning brew. I even offered to brew a fresh cup and pour it into the travel mug to showcase its effectiveness. The customer appreciated the suggestion and ended up buying both items. Remember, addressing need awareness objections involves helping customers recognize how the suggested product can improve their overall experience or solve a problem they might not have been aware of. In our next segment, we'll discuss strategies for addressing objections related to time constraints. Stay tuned. 1. Time constraints. When time is a concern, emphasize convenience. Please explain how the suggested product saves time or enhances their experience without delay. Let's explore strategies for addressing objections related to time constraints. Strategies for addressing time constraint objections. When a customer raises concerns about time, your objective is to emphasize the convenience of the suggested product. Here are some effective strategies. 1. Emphasize convenience. Highlight how the additional item can save the customer time or make their experience more convenient. For example, explain that the suggested product is easy to use or doesn't require much time to set up. 2. Time-saving features. Point out specific features of the suggested product designed to save time. Whether it's a quicker cooking time, a faster charging option, or a more efficient process, make it clear how it benefits them. 3. Offer quick demos. If applicable, demonstrate how the suggested item works quickly and efficiently. Seeing it in action can alleviate concerns about time. 4. Mention multitasking. Explain how the customer can multitask while using the primary purchase along with the suggested product. This way, they can maximize their time. 5. Share testimonials. Share customer testimonials or stories about how others with busy schedules have benefited from the suggested product without any significant time investment. I once had a truck stop customer who was hesitant about purchasing a new blender, worried that it might be time consuming to clean after each use. I introduced them to a self-cleaning blender that only required a quick rinse with water and a drop of soap. I also mentioned that they could blend their morning smoothie while preparing for work, saving precious minutes in the morning rush. The customer was delighted with the idea of a quick and easy morning routine and decided to buy the blender. Addressing time constraints often involves showing customers that the suggested product can seamlessly fit into their busy schedules and enhance their daily routines. Our next segment will discuss strategies for addressing objections related to doubt or skepticism. Stay tuned. 1. Doubt or skepticism. To address doubt or skepticism, offer social proof or testimonials from satisfied customers. Assure the quality and benefits. Let's dive into strategies for addressing objections related to doubt or skepticism. Strategies for addressing doubt or skepticism. When a customer expresses doubt or skepticism about a suggested product, you aim to provide assurance and build trust. Here are some effective strategies. 1. Social proof and testimonials. Share social proof, such as testimonials or reviews from satisfied customers who have had positive experiences with the suggested product. Hearing about real people benefiting from it can alleviate doubts. 2. Quality assurance. Emphasize the quality of the suggested item. Highlight any certifications, guarantees, or quality standards it meets. Explain why it's a reliable choice. 3. Highlight benefits. Reiterate the key benefits of the suggested product and how it can solve a specific problem or enhance their experience. Use concrete examples to illustrate these benefits. 4. Offer a trial or sample. If possible, offer the customer a chance to try or sample the suggested product. This hands-on experience can often dispel doubts. 
Five, money-back guarantee. Mention any satisfaction guarantees or return policies your store offers. This reassures customers that they can try the product risk-free. Once, a customer was skeptical about a new brand of protein bars we had in stock. They doubted whether these bars would taste good and deliver the promised health benefits. To address their skepticism, I shared a few positive testimonials from other customers who had tried the bars and were pleasantly surprised by the taste and energy boost they provided. I also assured the customer that they could return the remaining ones for a full refund if they didn't like the bars after trying them. This combination of social proof and a satisfaction guarantee convinced the customer to try the bars. They ended up becoming a regular buyer of those protein bars. Addressing doubt or skepticism often involves presenting evidence and assurances that the suggested product lives up to its claims and can genuinely benefit the customer. In our next segment, we'll explore techniques for role-playing activities for closing the sale effectively. Role-playing activities. Now, let's put these strategies into practice with some role-playing activities. Pair up and take turns playing the sales associate and the customer. One person can pose an objection while the other responds using the objection handling techniques we discussed. Remember, the goal is to guide the customer toward a favorable decision without being pushy. Practice makes perfect and these role-playing activities will help you hone your objection handling skills. Closing the sale. Once you've successfully addressed objections, it's time to seal the deal. Here are some techniques for closing the sale. 1. Assumptive close. Assume the customer wants the additional product. Use phrases like, great choice. Shall I include that with your purchase today? Let's delve into the art of closing the sale with an assumptive close. Strategies for closing the sale with an assumptive close. An assumptive close is a technique where you assume the customer wants the additional product and phrase your offer accordingly. It's a confident way to guide the customer towards making a decision. Here's how you can use it effectively. 1. Causative reinforcement. Begin by offering positive reinforcement related to their primary purchase. For example, if they're buying a sandwich, you can say, that sandwich is delicious, isn't it? 2. Seamless transition. Transition smoothly into the cross-sell by mentioning the additional product as a natural extension. For instance, our freshly baked cookies are the perfect pairing with that sandwich. Shall I include some for you? 3. Be confident. Use confident language that suggests you're already taking action. Instead of asking if they want it, say, I'll go ahead and add those cookies to your purchase. 4. Assume agreement. Frame your statement in a way that assumes agreement. You're not asking if they want it, you're stating that you're proceeding. One busy lunch hour, a customer ordered a large coffee. Knowing that our freshly baked pastries were popular among coffee drinkers, I used the assumptive close technique. I said, a large coffee, excellent choice. Our almond croissants are a customer favorite with our coffee. Would you like one today? The customer, perhaps swayed by the positive reinforcement and the seamless transition, replied with a smile, sure, throw one of those almond croissants in there. Using the assumptive close in this situation boosted the sale and enhanced the customer's experience by offering a delightful pairing. Closing the sale with an assumptive close can be highly effective when done confidently and naturally. It's about making the customer feel like they're making the right choice by adding the suggested item to their purchase. In our next segment, we'll explore another powerful closing technique, urgency close. 1. Urgency close. Create a sense of urgency by mentioning limited time offers or discounts. For instance, this offer is only available today. Would you like to take advantage of it? Let's delve into another effective strategy for closing the sale, the urgency close. Strategies for closing the sale with an urgency close. 
The urgency close is about creating a sense of urgency to encourage customers to decide promptly. Here's how to use it. 1. Limited time offers. Mention limited time offers or discounts. This could be a special day, week, or month promotion. For example, this offer is only available today. Would you like to take advantage of it? 2. Scarcity. Highlight the scarcity of the product or its popularity. You can say these items are flying off the shelves and we have limited stock left. 3. Fear of missing out. Appeal to the fear of missing out on a great deal or a delightful product. Express it as an opportunity they wouldn't want to miss. 4. Be specific. Provide specific details about the urgency. For instance, our buy one get one free offer ends at closing time today. One rainy evening, a customer entered the store and browsed our selection of freshly brewed coffee. I noticed they were eyeing our special, limited time promotion of free pastry with the purchase of any large coffee. To use the urgency close, I gently pointed out, this offer is only valid until the end of the day. It's been quite popular and I wouldn't want you to miss out on a free pastry with your coffee tonight. The customer, realizing the offer's value and not wanting to miss out on a delicious treat, happily decided to go for the large coffee and the complimentary pastry. The urgency close worked in this situation by adding a time-sensitive element to the decision-making process. It made the customer feel they were getting a special deal that required immediate action. Remember, when using the urgency close, it's essential to be truthful about the time constraints or scarcity of the offer. Creating a genuine sense of urgency can be a compelling way to close the sale. In our next segment, we'll explore another powerful technique for closing the sale, the alternative close. 1. Alternative close offer two options, both of which involve purchasing the additional item. For example, would you prefer the medium or large size? Let's dive into another effective technique for closing the sale, the alternative close. Strategies for closing the sale with an alternative close. The alternative close is a subtle yet persuasive way to give customers a sense of control while guiding them toward a purchase. Here's how it works. 1. Offer two choices. Present two options, both of which involve purchasing the additional item. For instance, would you prefer the medium or large size? 2. Assume the sale. Act as though the customer has already decided to make the purchase. For example, shall I include this accessory with your purchase today? 3. Customization. Tailor the options to the customer's preferences. If they buy a coffee, you can ask, would you like cream and sugar with that? 4. Keep it positive. Phrase the alternatives positively. Instead of asking, do you want this? You can say, which color do you prefer? A customer came into the store looking to buy a new reusable water bottle. They were torn between a compact 16-ounce bottle and a larger 24-ounce one. After showcasing the features of both bottles, I decided to use the alternative close. With a friendly smile, I asked, which size would you prefer today, the 16-ounce or the 24-ounce bottle? By offering these two choices, I allowed the customer to feel in control of their decision while subtly guiding them toward purchasing one of the bottles. The customer contemplated for a moment and chose the 24-ounce bottle, recognizing it as the better value for staying hydrated on the go. The alternative close helped in this situation by simplifying the decision-making process for the customer. It provided them with options, making the purchase feel tailored to their preferences. Incorporating the alternative close into your sales approach can make customers feel more engaged in decision-making and increase the likelihood of closing the sale. In our next segment, we'll explore another powerful technique for closing the sale, the silent close. 1. Silent close. After addressing objections, pause and wait for the customer's response. 
Sometimes silence can prompt them to agree. Let's uncover another effective technique for closing the sale, the silent close. Strategies for closing the sale with a silent close. The silent close is a subtle yet powerful technique that capitalizes on the power of silence. Here's how it works. 1. Address objections. First, ensure you've addressed any objections or concerns the customer may have had during the sales process. 2. Pause and wait. After you've made your pitch and addressed objections, pause. Instead of continuing to talk, allow silence to take over. 3. Give the customer space. Resist the urge to fill the silence. Let the customer think and respond at their own pace. 4. Pay attention. Observe the customer's body language and facial expressions during this moment. Sometimes, silence can prompt them to agree or make a decision. I recall when a truck stop customer considered purchasing a premium coffee maker. They had several questions about its features, and I patiently answered them. When it came time to close the sale, I employed the silent close. After addressing their questions, I said, This coffee maker is an excellent choice for coffee enthusiasts like yourself. Would you like to take it home today? Then I paused, maintaining a friendly and attentive demeanor, and waited for their response. During this brief silence, the customer thought momentarily and eventually smiled, saying, Yes, I'll take it. The silent close had worked its magic. Giving the customer space to make their decision without pressure made them feel more comfortable finalizing the purchase. The silent close is a valuable technique in your sales toolkit. It respects the customer's thought process and can often lead to successful closures. In our next segment, we'll practice closing scenarios. Practice closing scenarios. Pair up again and practice closing scenarios. One person can pose an objection and the other can respond using objection handling techniques. Then, work on transitioning to a closing technique to secure the sale. Conclusion. In the world of upselling and cross-selling, objections are not roadblocks but opportunities to showcase the value of our offerings. We can turn objections into affirmative decisions by understanding common objections, employing objection handling strategies, and using closing techniques. Remember, practice is the key to mastery. Continue practicing objection handling and closing techniques to become proficient in turning hesitant customers into satisfied buyers. Oh, and before I go, here are some questions for you to consider. 1. What objection handling strategy resonates with you the most and why? 2. Can you share an objection handling success story from your experience? 3. How will mastering objection handling and closing techniques impact your sales performance? Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Dive from the C-Store Center. I hope you enjoyed the valuable information. If you find it useful, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Dive from Sea Store Center is a sink or swim production.